Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. Welcome to yet another episode of We All Have Something as we dive right into Season 3. If you've been playing along, you know we have one episode coming out every day for the first few days as we roll into then going to a weekly release schedule. Every Wednesday this season, we'll be releasing a new episode just for you. And similar to last season, we'll have a few episodes where they're just solo, just me talking about stuff, talking to you about how maybe you can improve your life or something I'm going through, or maybe something you're going through. And then also we'll have some guests on this season as well. Looking forward to kicking that off. Already got quite a few good ones lined up for you, so I'm excited about that. Quick note before we jump into today's topic, I wanted to let you know something new. I mentioned it, I think, at the end of last season. Maybe, no, actually it was a bonus episode of last season. One of my goals for season three was to start monetizing the podcast, allowing me to break even, if nothing else, on the cost and expense that I have to put forward out of my pocket for the podcast. Now, I'm not looking to make a bunch of money off it. Just, you know, if I could break even, that'd be pretty cool. But as a connoisseur of podcasts, I also know it's kind of disjointed sometimes when there's an advertisement in the middle of the podcast or you have to listen for a few minutes before you actually get to the podcast because all the ads up front. And I'm not against ads. Hey, if your podcast is doing well enough, you've got people coming to you saying, hey, we'll pay you money to talk about our stuff. I say hats off to you. Congratulations. But in an effort to keep this ad free, I was looking for other ways to do things. And lo and behold, there was a way I could create an ad-free and listener-supported podcast. So wherever you're listening to this podcast now, if you scroll down to where it offers you the opportunity to go to the podcast's homepage, you can click on that and go right directly to the homepage that allows you to click on support. You can do it as little as $3 a month or up to 10 or 50 or whatever you deem important enough for you. You will share your email address when you do this, and that goes to me so I can say thank you to you, and I can send you something special as well. So again, if you're interested, if you've ever gotten anything from this podcast or as we move through this season, you feel you might get something from this podcast, feel free to be a listener that supports this podcast. I would appreciate it. All right, let's jump into this, shall we? I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. My curiosity, my life, and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again that there are challenges to overcome and successes to celebrate. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, a podcast about celebrating our authentic self. So let's get started. The co-founder of Flickr, and for those of you who don't know, that was like the original OG Instagram. It was a a photo-sharing website where those of you who are photographers could show everyone what you're doing, what your pictures are, and you kind of categorize things either by place or location. But it was not something that went to your phone. And when Instagram came on board, Flickr finally did get something that can go to the phone, but still never quite the same. But nonetheless, Flickr was obtained by Yahoo for $35 million dollars. So one of the co-founders, Katerina Fake, has this great quote that I want to share with you, because it's really what this episode's about. The quote goes like this, so often people are working hard at the wrong thing. Working on the right thing is probably more important than working hard. And in today's culture, where it's you know, we've got this big push for entrepreneurs to do the hustling, constantly working, work harder, work faster, work more. 
or in the the world where we're juggling kids and family life and work or just family life and kids, whatever your hustle may be to just get through the day, you sometimes really feel like you're just nonstop working and hustling and getting things done. But when we, we look at it through the lens of this quote, working on the right thing is probably more important than working hard. It gives me pause for two reasons. For one, what I coach, I mean, that really <laughs> that simplifies a lot of of what we get to when we really get through where you are in life and, and how you got there and then how we're going to get you on the path you want, on the life you want, the life you deserve. We really focus in on how we can start working on the right things, how we, how we can focus on the items that'll move the needle forward towards the things we want out of life. So a great example of this is something Dr. Dave and Dr. Troy do at Ulapalooza all the time. If you're not sure who Dr. Dave and Dr. Troy are, you can go back a couple episodes. I've got a couple interviews with them. ULA, of course, is the company they founded and the company I'm certified to coach through. The example they use, though, on stage is really, it's classic. It's, it's perfect. There are other versions of this, but I think the simplicity of how they, they present this works really well. They have this giant glass cylinder type vase on stage, and they pour in several bar pitchers of Skittles into it. And they have seven oranges on the side. And in life, there are seven key areas we focus on. So it's our fitness, our, our mental and physical health, you know, and our finances. Where are we financially? What's our relationship with money? And, and what is that like? And how are we doing there? What kind of stress is that causing or joy is it bringing? And then family and field, our, our career, if you will. What, what do we do? And that, that, again, that could be a stay-at-home parent as well. That is a career. Our faith and our spirituality, what is that? Where is that right now? You know, where is the values we're, we're putting into that? Where do we stand with that? How about our circle of friends? Are these, are these friends that are helping build our life up or are these friends that are bringing things down? And then one of the ones I've had challenges with, fun. Can you schedule, have you scheduled fun in your life? When's the last time you went out and did something just for the fun of it? Not, oh, I had fun while I did something that I was supposed to be doing. Now, and that's, that's fair enough. You can do that too. But seriously, when was the last time you scheduled fun? Seems kind of silly to have to schedule fun, but hey, welcome to the modern world in our life, right? But back to what Dave and Troy do on stage with these Skittles and these oranges. Those seven oranges represent those seven areas of life. They pour all those Skittles in there first, filling up the glass vase quite a bit. And they start to go, okay, well, those Skittles represent all the little things that come up in the day. You know, text messages, emails, phone calls, doctor's appointments, going to the grocery store, getting the tires changed on the car, getting the kids to soccer practice, picking the other kids up from ballet practice, whatever it may be, or ballet classes, whatever it may be. All those little things that you get to the end of the day and you feel like you have been going nonstop, and yet you also feel like you haven't accomplished anything. I'm going to say that again because I feel like seven minutes in here, that's going to resonate with some of you. The feeling that you have been busy going nonstop all day, yet at the end of the day, you look back, you feel like you haven't accomplished anything. That's because you were focusing on dealing with all those Skittles you had to fit into that vase. Because then when you try to do the things that are important, the things that you can look back on going, hey, I did that. Those are your oranges. But maybe only three or four oranges will fit because the Skittles are taking up too much room. And as a coach, I can tell you a lot of people say, hey, look, I would love to focus on my family. I would love to focus on my faith. I would love to have time to schedule some fun. But it just doesn't fit. I'm working on all these. I'm just getting through all these Skittles. And I, I can only get to maybe, if I'm lucky, balancing my checkbook and focusing on my job because that pays the bills. And sure, maybe sometimes I get to spend a little time with the family at the end of the day. 
but nothing else. I can't, I can't, that just doesn't fit. There's no way I can do that. What this represents, the oranges and Skittles. Now they pour all the oranges back out. They pour all the Skittles back out and they put in the seven oranges first, rearranging the priority, rearranging how we consciously choose to approach each day. Now, it doesn't mean every single day you're focusing on your seven key areas of life because you do have Skittles to deal with, right? But in this analogy, they put the seven oranges in that glass vase and then they pour all the same amount of Skittles in and guess what? The Skittles fill up all the cracks between the oranges and then everything fits. And again, this is an analogy to prove a point that if we restructure how we approach the things we want to do versus the things we have to do, it allows us to take a little more control of our life. So how do we go about doing that? I mean, you're sitting there going, okay, Rick, that sounds great, but I don't know what. And I get that. That's that's okay. That's fair. You have spent your life thus far dealing with all the Skittles and sitting in the oranges off to the side, thinking someday I'll get to them. You've created habits and routines that allow your brain to not even have to think about how to do that because now it's just a way of life. The idea of going, wait, 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 before the day starts, I'm going to, I'm going to put in my oranges and then I'll let the Skittles fall in between. That is a completely foreign thought process. And you can look at your week and you can point out to me, Rick, I've got this, I got that, this is happening, this is happening. There's no way I could schedule fun this week. And you want me to do seven in a day? Listen, the reality is when we coach this, we're talking about not completing seven goals in a day. In fact, we're not even talking about completing seven action steps. And an action step, by the way, is something that helps you move towards your goal. So let's say, let's stick with fun. Let's say you've got the goal of going on a big family trip. That could even be fun and family, right? You got a big family trip. You want to go somewhere, whether it's flying or driving. Let's say it's a, a, a road trip to the Grand Canyon. You, and that's going to be fun. Something you've always wanted to do. You got to do it when you were a kid. You want to do this with your kids. But just the idea of trying to plan this trip is just insurmountable. Figuring out where it's going to go in the calendar. How are we going to do it? How are we going to afford it? How's everyone going to get the time off for it? So that might be your big goal for next summer or maybe even this summer. So what action steps can you take every day so you can make this happen? Maybe one action step is to look at everyone's calendar. When would be a week we could schedule this? Maybe one action step is to reach out to a place where you'd want to stay near or at the Grand Canyon. Maybe one action step is to start researching how long is that drive? How much time do we need? So you do these action steps every day and all of a sudden you have this trip planned. It's not going to sneak up on you. You're going to do it. Again, whether it's this summer, next summer, whatever. And that's just an example, okay? The idea behind action steps, once you identify what your action steps are so you can start focusing on those oranges instead of letting the Skittles take everything over, the idea is that you're not going to try and even get seven action steps in a day. If you can, that's awesome. Heck, you could do 10. I don't care. But we try to hold ourselves accountable. I'm not even going to remove try. We hold ourselves accountable to do three action steps towards our seven goals each day. Not three action steps for each goal. So let's say I have 20 action steps for each of my seven. That's a lot of action steps to choose from. And usually action steps are like stepping stones or staircases. You're going to take one at a time, slowly advancing forward. You're not going to be bouncing all over the place. If one goal needs to be accomplished before another one can be started, then that's when you want to focus on those action steps, right? And you're not going to try and do all your action steps. You're not going to try and plan everyone's schedule, figure out when we can take time off, how long is the drive, where can we stay, what are the sites we want to see, how do we want to spend each day. You're not going to sit down and do that one day, plus all the other things you have to do. An action step 
three of them each day across your seven goals, whatever it may be. So maybe, maybe on Monday, you've got an action step for your fitness. You've got an action step for your family and an action step for fun, which is planning this trip. But what about the others? There's four other areas. Absolutely. Because Tuesday, then, it's going to be finance and field you're focused on for your action steps and maybe throw faith in there or friends. You see how this works? So across the week, as long as you're continually working at three action steps each day, by the end of the week, you've completed 21 action steps towards your goals. So you see how it's a mindset shift. You need to be able to start focusing on where can I start and take action Where can I, like the quote says, work on the right things instead of just working harder, right? What is it that you can start doing little steps to work on the right things to start bringing more balance into your life? I guarantee you with all the craziness in your schedule and all the things you have to do, these are the Skittles, the things that come flying out you didn't even plan on that day. If you prioritize your action steps, set aside time, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it may be, these action steps start to add up. The problem is our expectations. When we say, I want to be healthy, I want to lose 30 pounds by summer. And maybe that's a realistic goal. Maybe maybe you could do that. But then Monday goes by and you didn't take any action on it. You didn't start drinking more water or get healthier food to eat or go for a walk. And then Tuesday goes by, same thing. Wednesday goes by. Now a week's gone by, no action steps. Because all this stuff, well, I'll get to it next week. All these things came up. And then another week goes by. And oh, then the third week, though, ah, the third week, you did actually get to go out for a walk on your lunch break and you had a salad. And then the fourth week goes by and I was just too busy, too busy. And the weather was bad. I couldn't go for a walk. And this thing came up and that thing came up. However, you take that same week and you prioritize and map out what you're going to do. I am going to first, my first action step is I'm going to have a thermos of water with me when I go to work. And I have to have that gone by lunchtime so I stay well hydrated because this is a part of your fitness and health. And then every other lunch, I'm going for a walk, even if it's raining out or it's bad weather. Or every other lunch, I'm having a salad. And the ones I'm not having a salad, I'm going to be very mindful about not just having fast food and fried food. You start to create action steps that you blend into your normal day. And like I mentioned at the top of this, You have at this point created habits and routines that do not serve you, do not make this seem realistic. It's time to create new habits and routines. You've got to give yourself time. Our expectation is we're going to do this right now and all these things, and I have to do everything right now, otherwise I'm not doing it. This is not true. Absolutely not true. Let's say somebody makes $50,000 a year. Their first paycheck is not anywhere near that. And if that's the expectation is, well, I get $50,000 on my first paycheck, and that's what I make for the year, they're going to be disappointed. That's not realistic. You get paid for the hours you work, the day you work, the weeks you work, or or the month you work, however it works for your your place, right? But if you're expecting $50,000 on your first paycheck, would you stay at that job? Well, this is stupid. It's not what I thought. You guys said $50,000. This is only like a couple hundred. I'm out. No, that's not how you approach it. You understand how it works, that in a year's time, you've made $50,000. And so you get smaller paychecks, small steps to move up to that point, right? Look at it that way. Look at it that way. If your goal is to lose a certain amount of weight or go on this big family trip or have a certain amount of money saved up or get out of a certain amount of debt, be mindful that you have the big goal. The big goal is important. Make sure it's clear. Make sure it's concise, you know, the whole smart goal stuff. And then be thoughtful of your oranges, your action steps every day. Get ahead of those Skittles. 
Be realistic. Set your expectations appropriately and start moving forward. Work on the right things. Don't just work harder. That wraps up this episode of We All Have Something. And as always, I cannot thank you enough for being here. I appreciate you so very much. This little community that we started a couple years ago with this podcast continues to grow, and it's because of you. You share this. You tell your friends about it, and I appreciate that so much. And I appreciate the messages you all send me on on social media. Right now, I'm most active on Instagram and Facebook, and you can easily find me. If, if we aren't already connected, just put in the search area Coach Rick Schwartz, and it'll pop right up. Or simply go to my website, CoachRickSchwartz.com. You can link to all my social media there. Uh, I've got a little blog that gets posted every now and then. You can sign up for my monthly newsletter as well if you'd like, but no pressure. And if for any reason, what we've talked about today or any other episodes, you think, you know what, maybe I should look into coaching. I'm, I'm curious about that. On my website, you can sign up for a discovery call, free 30-minute Zoom, you and I chat. If we both decide, and we both have to decide this, that it's a good fit, that whatever you've got going on and how I coach is a good fit, then we can go on from there. If we decide it's not a good fit or what you have going on isn't going to match well with my coaching, there's not something I can really support you on, hey, I don't mind. Good 30-minute chat with someone new, get to know you, talk about a few things works for me. And that wraps it up for this one. Thanks so much for being here. Have a good one, everybody. 